0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Relentless Pursuits Podcast. My name is Sean Claybrooks, and I am the host. Today, I want to start out, we're on session three of Boundaries. Um, I want to start out by asking you a question, um, and I want you to really take some time and think about your answer. Here's the question. Do you have expectations for people who come to you in need? or do you just wanna jump in and try to fix everything and solve their problems? Let me ask you again, do you have expectations for people who approach you with a need or do you just jump in and try to fix things and solve their problems? You know, Jesus did. He had expectations of people who were in need. He also um, would give people responsibility. So many times people will come to you and they'll have needs and, and you may have what they need to help them. But there are times when you have to establish boundaries um, in order to be effective with an individual. Let's take a look at how Jesus did that. In Matthew chapter 20, I'm going to give you three examples from the word of God where Jesus operated in that manner. Um, Jesus, he functioned by giving people expectations and so should you. Again, this is session three of boundaries. If you go to Matthew chapter 20 and it's verses 20, 29 through 34. Um, We won't read it all, but it's the story of the two blind men who were sitting by the road. And it said that they heard when Jesus was passing by, they were crying out, have mercy on us, Lord, son of David. And the multitude was telling them to be quiet, but they cried even more. Some, um, Some interpretation says they even cried louder. Son of David, oh Lord, have mercy on us. So Jesus Jesus stood still and he called them and said, what do you want me to do for you? The thing that's interesting about this story is here there, there are two blind men sitting by the roadside. If you see two blind men sitting by the roadside, you already kind of know what they want from you, you would think. But one thing about Jesus is he never assumed what people needed and he never assumed what someone desired. So many times we assume what somebody needs by looking at their situation. Jesus could have looked at them, okay, they're blind. I don't need to ask them what they need. They need sight, let me lay hands on them, let me pray with them, let me minister healing to them. But what Jesus did, he posed a question to them and he asked them, what do you want? So Jesus observed and he never assumed and he asked them, what did they want? You know, sometimes that's a great lesson for us. We have to learn to ask people, what is it that you want? Because so many times we try to help people and we think we know what they need and what they want. Sometimes we assume what people need. We assume what they want without asking them any questions. So I want you to think about this. Boundaries are about not assuming what people need or even desire, but boundaries are about asking, asking people, what do you want? You know, there, there's another an example in uh, John chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. Um, everyone who's familiar um, with the word of God, I'm sure you're familiar with this story. This is the, the uh, healing of the man at the pool of Bethesda. Um, you know, it says there was a man who was there who had an infirmity for 38 years years. This man needed help for 38 years. And Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had had been in that condition a long time. Now, Jesus knew what the condition was. He saw him, saw him lying there, knew he had been there for a long time. And you know what? Jesus, Jesus asked a question. He didn't assume you know, what this man needed or even what this man wanted, Jesus asked the question, do you want to get well? So Jesus placed the responsibility on the man. It was up to the man. Jesus learned first by observing that man. Jesus observed that the man was lying there. Right, He didn't just go up and just start talking to the man, trying to minister to the man, he observed first. And then when he observed, he was able to formulate a question to ask that man. And he asked him, do you want to get well? Everybody that knows the story, you know that the man, he was like, well, you know, You see, sir, um, I I do want to get well, but I I don't have anybody. I don't have anybody who can, um, when the water gets stirred, to just take me over to that pool. I don't have anybody to do that. And again, Jesus never changed his question. He never changed what he asked the man. He said, do you want to be made well? And Jesus looked at him when the man said that. And he said, rise, take up your bed and walk and immediately the man was made well took up his bed and walked and that day was the sabbath now that's when they were not supposed to be doing anything on that day but here comes jesus right boundaries jesus first he observed the man and he asked the man did he want to get well did you know some people that come to you they don't want to get better they don't want to get out of their situation they don't want to be healed they just want you to listen to all their drama So how you can discern and how you establish boundaries is never assuming that somebody wants what you know they need. So you have to ask them a question and you have to put the responsibility back on that person. We're talking about having expectations for people who come to you in need, right? And we can learn a lot from Jesus, how he engaged with people who were in need. There's another story I want to share with you in Mark chapter nine verse 17, Um, this is a really good one. Um, It's when um, the man he said, "I want I I bring my son to you." He has a mute spirit, and whenever that spirit uh, uh, manifests itself, it throws him down, and he foams at the mouth, and he gnashes out his teeth, and um, he just, you know, he needs help. He's been like this a long time, a long time. This has been going on, and Jesus asked him, "How long has this been happening?" How many times we talk to people and you know, they're presenting a problem to us, a situation to us, and we don't take time to really learn about the person and learn about the situation by asking the appropriate questions. I want you to say boundary. That's called a boundary. You need to know when to stop. You need to know when to listen and you need to know what question you should be asking. So he asked them, how long has this been happening? He asked the father, how long has this been happening to him? the father says since his childhood since his childhood this has been occurring and um, the father went on to talk about how you know how he has suffered since he was a child what it looked like what he was going through and then Jesus said Jesus said to him after he listened after he asked the appropriate questions Jesus said if you could believe all things are possible to him who believes and some versions it says Jesus just said do you believe in other words you are coming to me you're coming to me for some help right it's not all based on what I can do for you see some people when they come to you they want you to do all the work they want you to do everything. And then when things don't work out on their behalf or they don't get the result that they thought they should get, they blame you. Oh, it didn't work. That person didn't work. They couldn't give me what I needed. But Jesus knew, no, if I'm going to engage with people and get them delivered and get them to the point where they can have an abundant life, I have to put some responsibility on that person. I have to establish boundaries. You see, boundaries are about understanding they're about understanding others have a responsibility and that's what balance is about balance in life is about understanding others do have a responsibility and when i don't remind myself of that i take on others responsibilities that were never meant for me to carry I'm gonna say that again, when I don't clearly understand boundaries and I don't understand balance, I begin to take on other people's responsibilities that I was never meant to carry. You know, today I want you just to take a moment to reflect on those you attempt to help and distinguish and identify what is the individual's responsibility? Right. Where does my responsibility begin and end? And when does that person's responsibility begin? Right. And then what is my responsibility to the person and what is God? See, see, it's all about having appropriate boundaries. When you have appropriate boundaries established, then you don't wear yourself out. You don't burn out. You know, there are ministers, preachers, pastors, social workers, um, anyone who is in the helping business who experience burnout because they have not established appropriate boundaries. Boundaries in ministry are so that you can be kept safe as you Know in session one we talked about how boundaries were created to keep you safe, right? To keep you healthy. You can't be healthy if you don't have appropriate boundaries and you taking on other people's responsibilities. You have to learn how to one, you have to learn how to observe. You have to learn how to observe people. You have to observe their situation. You have to learn how to listen to what they're really saying to you. And you have to be outright bold and ask them, listen, what do you want? What is your expectation? And then after you do all of that, then you have to give them some responsibility you have to give them the expectations and be clear so that they understand you know in order for this thing to work you have a part to play I have a part to play and God he always does what he says he's going to do his word never falls short of a promise and he always fulfills what he says sometimes what happens when things don't work out People wanna be quick to say God's word doesn't work. You ever, ever hear people say, I already tried that and it just didn't work. The word didn't work for me. No, what didn't work was there were not clear boundaries established so that you understood what your responsibility is, what the individual's responsibility is, the helper, the one in need and God. And once you establish those um, boundaries, then you can become well, you can enjoy abundant life. I'll just close with an example of what I mean by that. You know, you can um, go through life and maybe you're going through a sickness, you know, and I'll just give an example. My own personal testimony, I had suffered with type two diabetes for eight 18 long years. Yep. 18 long years. And, and I tell you, I was confessing the word. I was praying. I was believing God diabetes. I command you to leave my body in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my body. Y'all this went on for 18 years. I suffer with type 2 diabetes and and that is an illness that can literally suck the life out of you. I remember when I was going through those symptoms of type 2 diabetes, I would often explain it to people that I felt like someone was at the bottom of my foot that they inserted a straw at the bottom of my foot and they literally suck the energy and the life out of me that is how I felt in my body from that and so I prayed and I just wanted God heal me God heal me God and and it did not healing did not manifest until I learned to submit to my doctor's orders, right? Because see, I had a responsibility to play. I had a responsibility to pay. I had to stop eating so much. I had to stop eating so much of the wrong thing. I had to submit to my doctor's orders and and I yielded myself to medical procedures that helped me um, get the excess weight off of my body because that was playing a part to it as well. I had to submit myself to exercise and proper nutrition and and proper rest and just giving myself some self-care. I had to stop putting myself on the back burner and I had to move myself up to the front and say, hey, listen, self, you got to start doing this. So those were my responsibilities, right? Along with the word of God. and, And I had to add that to the word of God and to prayer and to my confession. And I tell you, when I put all of that together, You hear me? When I put all of that together, that's when I saw manifestation. I I can remember going to the doctors and you have to get blood work, you know, I think every three months, every six months. And, and you know, I was going there believing God that, you know, my blood numbers were going to go down and that my A1C, which is the number that they take to tell you how your sugar has been the last three months. I was always believing God that's going down, but I wasn't doing my part. I didn't understand boundaries, and my responsibility, and God's responsibility, and the doctor's responsibility. And once I got that, I was able to walk and go into those testing centers and know without a shadow of a doubt, I was going to see manifestation in that blood work that my sugar, all that stuff normalized. And I tell you, it did. It did, but it took a lot of work, it took hard work and it still takes that today and the big word, the big word for me um, was discipline, 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 it took discipline, I had to do what I didn't feel like doing. I had to get up and exercise when I didn't feel like getting up exercising. I had to say no to certain food choices that I just never thought I could live without, right? I had to do that in order to receive manifestation from God. So many people, they don't know how to Um, establish what their responsibility is, what God's responsibility is in the matter. They're looking for God to do everything. One thing that they told us in Bible school that I will never forget that totally changed my life was it's not just believing God and his word and making these confessions, but you have to examine yourself. You have to do a self-assessment and say, wait a minute, what areas am I not being responsible in? You know, the word tells us my body is the temple, is the temple of the Holy Ghost, right? So I got to be able to take care of this temple. I can't just do what I want, eat what I want, drink what I want, go to sleep when I want, lay around all the time and expect my body to be at its optimal performance, in order to do what God has called you to do, you must establish healthy boundaries. You must, it is an absolute necessity that you have boundaries. And I just wanna remind you in closing that when you don't understand balance, when you fail to understand balance, balance is about understanding others have a responsibility as well. And when you don't remind yourself Of that, you begin to take on others' responsibilities that were never meant for you to carry. I want you to take a moment and just think about the last 30 days of your life. And where did you take on other people's responsibility that you had no business taking on? And it wore you out and you thought in your mind you was doing the work of the lord but what you were doing was you was taking other people's responsibility and you was placing it on yourself to carry and you were never meant to carry that never meant to carry that you know jesus it said he could do no mighty works in his own hometown because of the people's unbelief, right? So there was a boundary established. The boundary is if you believe I can do the mighty works, they can be done. Boundary, if you don't believe it, it cannot be done we have to do the same thing. Jesus is our greatest example of abundant life. He is the greatest example of a leader who functioned in wisdom. And we can learn a lot from Jesus. And he engaged with people. He listened, he observed, and he asked the right questions. You know, it's all about boundaries. Well, I want to thank you again for listening to session three of Boundaries. And I want you to remember, stop taking on other people's responsibilities. Yes, you're you're in the helping field. Yes, you are in the ministry. Yes, you are called to help people, but you have never been called to carry someone else's responsibility or someone else's responsibility of something that they're supposed to do. Stop wearing yourself out and calling it ministry. Stop wearing yourself out and stop calling it the work of the Lord. And let's start establishing healthy boundaries. Well, until next time, have a blessed day. Again, thank you for listening to Relentless Pursuits podcast, where we bring you life-changing messages. We bring you testimonies of people's lives who relentlessly pursued the will of God for their life. Have a wonderful day.